0: Draft pod, boom, midweek thunder coming at you. Schwan man here with me. I'm Andre Simone, as always, having some fun. J Mike out of town. We owed you one of these after all the uh craziness in Vegas and our boys being busy with camp and everything else. So we got a little, uh, little award preview for you. Very draft centered heisman rookie of the year awards get into it i figure people are getting into their fantasy leagues right now so give them our takes on the best rookies and also you know we always want to talk prospects so talk a little prospects from an award standpoint and let's start right there with the old heisman the one award of these we cannot bet on jake here in colorado tragedy tragedy yeah tragedy though Then you see what's happening with some of these uh, college athletes in other states. And it's like, I don't know, maybe maybe this isn't the worst idea. (laughs) I guess I kind of get it. Though Heisman would be hard. That's one that's hard to rig, right? Like player props, I get Heisman's kind of like, right. I'm not sure Drake May is going to like burn his heisman for like 100 g's or something yeah um but that's a combo for another day maybe maybe (laughs) we don't go too far down that rabbit hole (laughs) um so yeah man heisman and it's the rare year where the returning heisman is coming back he's also the consensus generational talent of this class of course tis caleb williams of usc you interviewed him in vegas
1: no, that was uh, Saul right. from PHNX. That's right. That's right.
0: Um geez, what happened there? Um, I wish I could tell you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um you did talk to Bonex, who's on this list. We got your scouting report on our uh Media Day recap show a couple weeks back. Um so yeah, obviously Caleb is the big fave here. Do you think he repeats? So tough.
1: Man, it is because my initial reaction anytime there's a returning Heisman is just like, just forget about him. But this guy is so crazy. He's so insane. Um, Even just last year, I remember it's just like week after week, it was like there's just new stuff this guy's like inventing like at the quarterback position basically. Yeah. So... I don't know, man. I guess gun to my head, I think I'd say yes, he can win it again. Um, but there's some there's some other guys on this list that we have here that I'm pretty intrigued by. Caleb's just insane, and I think that he was the most impressive Heisman Trophy. Like we, I can't remember who it was between, but uh, last year it was like the last, second last week of uh, the season. Wasn't he like plus one fifty? He plays that game, and then right after that, it goes down to like minus five hundred or something.
0: Yes, you're right. Is that did he stomp UCLA? Is that what happened? It um, might have been him. Yeah, because it actually Duggan, I think, was maybe the favorite, or CJ was the favorite. It was mm-hmm. between those guys, and then Stenson. Um, yeah, Caleb's just uh just insane. He uh, is going to have another year in that Lincoln-Riley offense, another year at USC. I mean, he did that in year one in a new program, which, of course, is the Lincoln-Riley special. Though, um, you know, obviously, uh, there's a, there's different circumstances here than, like, Kyle Murray or uh, Jalen Hurts because he, w- he did have experience in that Lincoln-Riley system. They both moved together. Right. He's just crazy talented. Um, the things he can do, and it's going to be kind of a high scoring quarterback league that this Pac 12 is in. And I mean, they definitely should be in contention. Uh, Utah's going to be, you know, a monster for them again, though. No, Dalton Kincaid should go a long way. And yeah, <laughs> you always remind me that. Um, Cam Rising is no sure thing to be back to a hundred percent anytime soon necessarily. So maybe the big bad wolf for him is kind of gone. And if if they are a true contender for a playoff spot, come into into that conference finals week, he's definitely like going to be your tippy top contender. And what makes him crazy is another question I have here in the rundown is who could explode and captivate the nation, a la Lamar Jackson, a la Johnny football, who really are the only guys to win the award in the last 10 years who weren't on like playoff contenders. Um, Caleb Williams is kind of the answer to both those questions. He's both like the surefire front runner. And he's also the guy with that crazy talent who can make those insane highlight plays, who will kind of captivate the country and just do stuff that's like, how is this kid doing this? How is this real?
1: I mean, we were talking a lot about Caleb himself right now, but USC's gotten better. And I feel yeah. like they've added, you know, you had Jordan Addison last year and he battled through some injuries. Like they were, didn't even have a fully healthy receiving core last year. Um, you get those guys back, everyone except Addison, basically. You add Dorian Singer. And then just how they work the portal. Like Defensively, they're going to be better, I think, too. We'll see if it all comes together on the field and they're able to actually stop teams from putting up 30 points every week. But this team's going to be better, and I think Caleb could be better. Um, so just knowing that, I it's really hard to bet against him.
0: I think he'll have better protection. I think he'll have a deeper receiving core. I think he can air it out more. He can spread the love more, and he'll have – more time to operate in the pocket and do the crazy stuff that makes him so great. His his combination of size, athleticism, off-platform throws, and most importantly, arm strength, is so high-end, man. It's so high-end for a guy that's returning to college. That's what makes him so special, both as a prospect and a Heisman favorite. Um, before we get into some other some of the other favorites long shots here who you're intrigued by guy. Um, of course, maybe always within that lens of the Lamar Jackson, Johnny Manziel mode, because I'm not sure how else a long shot is going to really come through.
1: Right. So initial my first thought is immediately Michael Penix.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Cause that guy had a great year last year. He's insanely accurate. And he didn't even run too much last year. Like that's the thing. He was coming off an ACL and, you know, a lot of people, I think I was surprised. Like this guy was actually back to full strength and he was just carving people up with his arm. Like he wasn't even running too much. And you even saw that in bits and pieces when he did take off. It's like, oh yeah, this guy can actually like do this too. And he's got Um, the size, man. Yeah. And I think besides Caleb, he's the best quarterback in the Pac-12. Washington's got two outstanding wide receivers, Um, They've got some edge rushers like that team's built to play ahead and for them to just be led by Michael Penix, who puts up 330 yards and four touchdowns every week.
0: Yeah. And he's got I mean, he did this two years ago at Indiana, right? Like he's a guy who's captivated kind of the, the country and been that Heisman dark horse before. I think there's some value there for sure. Um, my candidate, no surprise, is going to be J.J. McCarthy, who I think could fit the other mold of being like a top player or kind of the top player on a national contender. Um, I've talked about how Michigan really has an advantage in being the one perennial playoff contender to have a returning quarterback. The other one who has that partially is Clemson with Cade uh, Klubnik, who also should be in this mix, though, so, man, they need to figure some stuff out. Like, that offense hasn't looked right in a minute. We'll we'll find out this season if that was all DJ Ugalele or if this is more an at-large issue. Maybe Sam Hartman fits that mold to a lesser extent. Um, at Notre Dame, of course, he's a guy who's put up stats, more accuracy-driven, can kind of move around. He's like a slightly bigger Stenson Bennett. But obviously that Notre Dame offense is not, like, built the way Georgios was to just come in and do crazy stuff.
1: Right. Another guy, I'd throw out Drew Lahr, Um, just because he was very highly touted Penn as a recruit. Penn State's getting a lot of hype right now. Um, if he can just burst onto the scene, you know, you talk about what Johnny did, like, This is one of the guys who everyone like kind of knows it. Like if you listen to a lot of recruiting college football, you probably heard his name and know his name at this point, but like, he's not a national name yet. And I think he could really blow up if he has a great season. Um, And then with that being said, just Marvin Harrison, Jr. Best non quarterback out there. Um, If you know, who knows who's going to start at quarterback for them, but they have him. And it wouldn't surprise me if he just gets fed and he has an outstanding year. And it's like, we're looking back at the end of the season. It's like, well, this guy's 1900 yards and 18 touchdowns. Like how, how do you give it to anyone else?
0: Yeah. I mean, we've seen it with Devonte Smith before. Um, similar circumstances. He like Devante has the advantage of having other elite wide receivers around him. So it's not like, Oh, we're just going to double team Marvin or else you're going to truly get cooked. Um, he's such a technician, it's similar to Caleb. He just checks off so many boxes and has so many high end traits that it's like,' God, how do you even stop this guy at the college level, especially in that offense that has that kind of track record at that position? So much is dependent on the quarterback, but yeah, he could really blow up um he's got the goods to be that rare non quarterback to be a true contender and these odds that we're kind of going off of com here. Plus 2200 seems very nice value. Very nice value because that is a perennial contender. um, And that is a top player who's already a, you know, a high end name with elite hands route running size, you name it, who should just come in and cook. And then, right. Joe Milton could kind of be that guy, right?
1: That offense is built around going vertical and just tossing it up, and that's what he does best. So, I mean, he could have a season where he just has an outrageous amount of yards and touchdowns.
0: Yeah, he has the frame to run it. Um, You know, I think my timeline every couple days has some, like, stupid tweet about how far Joe Milton can throw it. Like, it's like, okay um yeah, like cool <laughs> did you guys watch him at Michigan he was terrible like the quarterback <laughs> behind him is a beast the five-star
1: kid Nico uh-huh. Iamavea or Iamaleva whatever his name is uh, yeah we'll learn it eventually
0: you. I'm sure he's a beast though and the Milton hype is kind of like man we've seen this a bit in the transfer portal era where it's like we buy into guys and it's like I don't know man like I kind of saw slovis at usc i'm not that high right. like right. i've seen jt daniels like i kind of know what i'm getting man um yeah. i didn't mean to just pick on usc guys there was another guy i had in my <laughs> mind um these odds are very odd pun intended caleb williams drake may makes sense as the top two though drake may is really gonna have to go off like i don't think s unc is gonna be like a lock to be a top eight ranked team um so I mean, it
1: literally have to be like johnny football type shit right where it's just like right. he is so overwhelmingly more entertaining than any quarterback yes. and just puts up the numbers with it that's the only pass for him i see he
0: he's much more of a prospect than a heisman candidate to me yes like sure you know he's he's fairly surgical that arm pops he's got like a good stance he's tough in the pocket he gets it out on time you know but it's like he's going to put up nice stats and like good throws but i don't know think like sam darnold was never a heisman candidate you know like and right. he is you know put on sam darnold's tape that that's it's crazy at usc you know um yeah. there's a lot of guys in that mold where it's like nah i don't i don't think um, you've got jordan travis fsu meh i think i don't know that there's that kind of high-end ceiling like some of the guys we've mentioned as our quote-unquote long shots Jaden daniels bah not convinced man that's another one where it's like I, i've seen Jaden daniels man i'm I'm kind of good right. i kind of know what i'm getting yes um and then we get into quinn ewers bo Nicks, michael penix joe milton Cade, Klubniak, J.J. McCarthy. That tier is appealing to me, um, and that's where I really handicap this. How about a running back who could break this eight-year streak, eight-year drought? I think Derrick Henry won it in 2015, and I believe I looked this up a couple pods ago. We were saying since then we haven't had a running back, even been a Heisman finalist. And uh, in that span, we've seen a wide receiver, Devontae Smith, win it, and we've seen a defensive player be a finalist for the Heisman. I'm actually blanking on who that would be. Um, do we have a running back who can break that break that streak?
1: I mean, I immediately think of Blake Corum, but I just the way that they're talking about Dylan Ed, or uh, Dylan Edwards, Donovan Edwards, and how he's talking about how he's going to play this year. It's going to be a much more even split, I think. And, you no, know, Blake is coming back fully healthy, but he's not going to have a chance, I think, to run for 2,000 yards because Donovan Edwards is going to have a chance to run for at least 1,200 this year. So uh, I'd probably say someone like Raheem Sanders. Yeah, um
0: Arkansas. Um, Braylon Allen at Wisconsin. That's the intriguing one because Penn State, as they seemingly always do under james franklin could <laughs> go one of two ways right would they could have like nine wins coming into november um and we're like dang i mean they're they win a couple of these big matchups they're going to be going to the big 10 championship and have a real shot at a playoff spot or they could be an underwhelming like 6 win team with a bunch of pro prospects and a quarterback that's super toolsy but doesn't put it together if they are the First version I described, then, yeah, both Alar and... um, Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking Breeland Allen of Wisconsin. If Fickle has a big year with the Badgers, and we've seen the Badgers ride running backs two big years, he could be another candidate in this. Yeah. Anyone else you want to mention?
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: Brock Bowers to me is the other non quarterback to maybe at least bring up in conversation. So hard for a tight end, man. I mean, if Kyle Pitts couldn't do it, like I I think Kyle, like Bowers probably a better prospect, more well rounded prospect, let's say, than Kyle Pitts. Pitts definitely a juicier Heisman candidate.
1: For sure. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, there's not like a premier edge rusher like DB or. Uh, anything at this point in time that immediately jumps out to you like that. Right. I I mean, we'll ship. Trey Benson. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Could we get someone gets their C Mac on, you know, it's just like, dang, this guy's crazy all purpose and their teams like highly ranked, you know, both those squads could, um, Clem, you know, we just mentioned Clemson and FSU's running backs. Both those squads could be very competitive in the ACC highly ranked coming into the end of the year and have some real Heisman hype to him for sure. Oh,
1: um, yeah, man, that's all you got. I don't have anyone else.
0: Oh, uh-uh. I mean, and the beauty of college football is unlike these other awards, we're going to get into in a sec here on the NFL side. You could totally have someone come out of nowhere, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. Tennessee's big recruit you talked about could surplant Milton And all of a sudden be a guy, you know, Um, someone could win the job at Georgia, Ohio state and blow up. I mean, Bama's quarterback, we didn't even mention could just come out of nowhere um, and be a beast. It's uh, it's the beauty of college football. You never know what's going to come your way. And it's kind of the beauty of game time as well, where right now you can sign up using code DMVR for $20 off your first purchase at sign up you never know what's going to come your way with all their great last second deals on tickets they've got all sorts of tickets in town for all sporting events and uh anything else you may seek you know um other events live shows music you name it game time has you covered their customer service is superb and they guarantee the lowest last-minute tickets on the market. Plus, their app is awesome to use, super simple. I can hop on there right away and snag some tickets immediately. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use that code DMVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DMVR for $20 off Download that game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
1: And shout out to Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead. It's been beautiful out here lately, actually. Not too hot. Um, It's still raining a little bit, but man, it's just been awesome out here. Make sure you have some Shady Rays to protect your eyes and look stylish. Every single pair backed by their Lost and Broken Replacement program even if you get your new pair of Shady Rays and don't like them, within the first 30 days, you can replace them for free for another pair. No questions asked. Uh, go on to the Park Meadows Mall, shop their entire collection there, or go to ShadyRays.com, and you can use the code DMVR. You'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, and you can try for yourself the Shades rate of 5 stars by over 250,000 people.
0: Boom. My guy, my guy knows reads so good um we're opening the old bet 365 app and going to find some offensive rookies of the year odds it's a class we talked about all year long um and yeah you want to start with long shots or you want to handicap this faves race for offensive rookie of the year jake where do you want to start
1: um let me see Let's go with long shots. That'll be more fun right
0: now. Okay. Can I give you mine first? I let you start on the Heisman. I I've am. Been, yeah. I'm all in on some Luke Musgrave hype right now. <laughs> um, the Jordan love hype train is going well as expected this off season. I'd say um, they drafted two tight ends and some of the idiots in these dynasty leagues I'm in we're like taking the other tight end they drafted um ahead like the the blocking guy from South Dakota state they mm-hmm. were a team that was being mocked to take a tight end top 15 um they end up going Lucas Van Ness who for where he was being mocked maybe dropped a little bit they kind of sniped um the jets who were desperate for a pass rusher and then they waited and got you know, like the second best receiving tight end in that tight end class in Musgrave, who I was comparing to Mark Andrews when we did a live draft pod from the Beck- Breckenridge Brewery. Um, and he's got that kind of size. Like he was the number one weapon for Oregon State. The camp hype's already starting. He's got the frame. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I could see him like being super valuable in that LeFleur offense and just creating immediate, Chemistry with a new quarterback who's creating chemistry with everyone at the Packers. So at plus plus eight thousand, Luke Musgrave is my top long shot.
1: Got two names at plus ten thousand that Whoa. I'm intrigued by. First name Deuce Vaughn. Um, this guy's electric. Wow. And you talk about a guy who you know fit a mold. He fit that Darren Sproles mode, like mold. Ideally at K State, I mean, it's where he went to school. Um, he's going to oh, come out and I man. think be pretty electric. Um, even with uh, Tony Pollard at running back, I mean, the Cowboys like to put in multiple running backs. Deuce Vaughn, why not? Wow.
0: Um, I I've slowly turned into a bit of a Deuce Vaughn hater. He's just wow, so wide, small. Right? He's just so small. Is there much of a? Receiving track record and the Cowboys like McCarthy. I just it all stinks to me, man. It all stinks. <laughs> how about how
1: about this one then? Give me Stetson Bennett. Oh, <laughs> Matt Stafford is on career end watch, man. He is not. He was terrible last year. Actually dealing with that injury. Oh. Stetson Bennett. I've heard some little rumbles. He's been impressive at camp. I'm just saying, if this guy comes in and like saves the Rams season, a la Brock Purdy, watch out.
0: No, you're right. I mean, he's got a great play caller who could kind of make it work for him. Yes. And I mean, he's still got like Cooper Cup to throw the ball to, you know? Exactly. Uh, we, we forget about that sometimes. And of all the like, quote unquote, noodle armed quarterbacks that are just like, Oh, Jake Browning, like we're gonna talk ourselves into him. Right. It's like, dude, put on two seconds of tape and see why Washington can't take their game to the next level. It's because of Jake Browning's noodle arm. Jake from um Andy Murray. Is that the Georgia? Aaron guy? Murray. Aaron Murray. <laughs> Andy Murray's the Scottish tennis player, guys. <laughs> um, you know, all these guys have been such a hater. Stenson! Eh, like I'm not going to hate on the, like I did on the Deuce of Han pick Stenson. There's something there, man. There's something there, dude. He made some throws
1: last year where it was literally like the side eyes. OG where it was like, wait, if he can do that. Like no one knew that.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's just so small, not an elite athlete. And sometimes those windows were just so wide open. At Georgia. Mm-hmm. So wide open. bro. Um, and I mean, You and I could have stood in those pockets sometimes, like just (laughs) elite protection. Okay. Um, Yeah, those are good long shots. How do you handicap this race? Who would be your finalist, per se?
1: Um, Just for, like, favorites? Yeah. Uh, It's Bijan. I mean... This guy's coming in. He's going to have the entire offense on his back. They announced that Desmond Ritter is going to be the starting quarterback. um, And we'll see how that goes because just hearing that alone just makes me go, well, the Bajan's going to get a ton of work then. Yeah. Um,
0: There's also Tyler Algier in that same backfield. Is coming off a tremendous rookie season. By the way, I love quick side note jake but you'll appreciate this and a lot of okay. listeners if they're listening this far in the pod they'll appreciate this i love in the football grid games when i get a conference team alignment and i'll surprise myself and the game by guessing like tyler algier with the big 12 because is in the big 12 now oh right officially God. as this year or like i did <laughs> sean merriman as the chargers big 10 guy because right <laughs> i always forget maryland's in the big 10 but this time i was like i'm gonna use sean merriman even though when oh, he played he Lord. was very much in the acc that's yes. my new favorite like and those are always the lowest percentages because no one's ever thinking right. those, you know so yeah. um for those we need of you more who, of
1: the college nfl team yes, grids on crossover yes, we those do are the
0: best ones we do um Bijan's an interesting one because yes. i do wonder if that arty smith system which is so like quarterback run heavy and rpo right like we saw this with Tannehill and derrick henry we saw this with Mariota and algier last year how it's gonna look with more of a finesse back though obviously like Bijan carries some weight and can run between the um you know between the tackles as well but you you want to get him in space. Like the ideal use of Bijan is using him a la Alvin Kamara more so than a la Algier, Derek Henry. And how much could that, the fact that like, if I'm game planning, as a defensive coordinator going into a week against the Falcons, my game plan is let's stop Bijan and force everyone else to beat me. Right. That could hinder that, but no doubt the consensus favorite in this category
1: yeah i mean there's like six guys i feel like that i could talk about i could probably win this um i'll just say do you agree with the
0: the book though that the fave should be Bijan bryce anthony richardson those three really yes
1: i think i if anything i'd probably move gibbs up a little bit more too
0: yeah see jameer gibbs in detroit because i actually think there's more opportunity and i think that Offense is far more lethal than the Falcons offense. Uh, Say what you will about Dan Campbell, and it's easy to make fun of like ankle biters, but that's a dude who was in Sean Payton's offense that did utilize Alvin Kamara. Um, Murmurs I've heard as DeAndre Swift had nothing to do with football skill, everything to do with more off field culture stuff. So don't let that hinder you. Jameer Gibbs well it also doesn't feel like oh oh the running back the other running back who was selected top 10 is the guy you're going to give out right <laughs> i actually think he's decent value at plus 900 as the yes. fifth shortest odds on here because of everything we just described
1: yes passing game impact i think he could have a greater impact there than uh bajon He's got more talent around him. He's got a better quarterback and Jared Goff. He's got a better defense, too. Like, this is just a better team. And so if Jameer is, like, kind of the the catalyst that turns this team, I don't know how many games they won last year, eight or nine. If it turns this team from an eight- or nine-win team into an 11- or 12-win team, then for sure he's going to be in the conversation and probably win the award.
0: Great point. He's going to be a, like, super-duper celebrity for Lions fans who just can't wait to yes. gravitate to people.
1: It'd be and, like, like the second coming of Barry Sanders, literally. Oh, like, this 100%. running back who uplifted the franchise.
0: A hundred percent. And, yeah, who's their star right now? Penny Sewell, Aiden Hutchinson? Like, to have a star like that would make a huge deal. I mean, just think Megatron was, like, a big deal. I think part of that is how, like, unanimously beloved he was by his fan base, right? Like, that does right. go a certain way i like that um i'd have if if you force me into give me just a final three candidates for offensive rookie of the year it's jsn um who at plus 1100 i think is great value i just think like jsn pre-draft the ideal fit was seattle because you have the big deep threat um You have the smaller guy who can, you know, there's some inside outside versatility, which you can blend with um, JSN himself, Jackson Smith and Jigba. And then Jackson Smith and Jigba with those two deep threats who can take the top off the defense and take all attention away from him can just carve guys up from the slot, which is what made him an elite prospect. And as I mentioned, pre-draft Justin Jefferson, Cooper cup, like the wide receivers who've panned out to be truly elite, are operating from the slot in recent drafts. JSN, plus 1,100, you got to sprinkle that. Um, I just think that fit is tremendous, and that offense with Gino, they're going to air it out um, no matter what. I don't know if that plus 2,800 is like a borderline top 10 candidate, if Jalen Hyatt qualifies as a long shot, Jake. But, dude, mm-hmm. just that Dable offense, like Daniel Jones is going to air it out a little more. He's one note, but he's not one of these deep threats that has uh, inconsistent hands. He has good hands, and you're already seeing some highlights from camp. The opportunity he's going to get, combined with the – everyone loves speed, man. Everyone loves the long bomb in baseball. Everyone loves speed in football. He starts making mega plays for a sneaky good offense. They just need some marquee wide receivers. In that New York market, he is – for sure going to get some buzz for this award. I'm kind of kicking myself for not like not targeting him more in some of my dynasty leagues, honestly. Yeah.
1: I, I love his situation too. And I, I'm glad you talked about him because I was going to gush about him next. So I'll do Jordan Addison. And this is kind of some nerdy fantasy football type stuff that I've just seen on Twitter. Um, when you look at the target share that Adam Thielen had last year, mm. it was pretty great, especially when you have Justin Jefferson still. And Adam Thielen, you know, a great career guy, did a lot coming up um, from where he was joining the league to where he ended up. But Jordan Addison has that talent and he's going to have plenty of opportunity, it seems, because he's going to fit right in next to Justin Jefferson and He battled some injuries last year, but this is completely like he's pretty polished. And if he had that season, that Balitnikov season um, last year for the two years ago, I think it's an entirely different conversation. Yes. So plus 1600 for Jordan Addison. Um, I love my guy Zay Flowers, too, just on like a pure talent and just skill set standpoint. Yeah. But when you factor in the fit, the quarterback who's playing next to him and the guy's talent, Jordan Addison, I think, would be a great value pick
0: thousand percent man that's an offense heavy that's an offense with a ton of skill position guys he's gonna fit right in and he's got the skills to really be an immediate contributor right like some of these guys it's raw more projectable That's why anthony richardson to me is a terrible bet though of course anthony richardson could have a seven game stretch lead the nfl in rushing yards type like we've seen that right exactly like, yeah um I, all scenarios could ring true with him addison though is a phenomenal fit and a big time guy I'm targeting and dynasties and stuff. And just think like his greatest success with a guy like Kenny Pickett at quarterback at Pitt, you get the yep. Kenny Pickett as the NFL, man. Like Kirk <laughs> Cousins. oh um, like it's like an ideal fit. And then I mean, who wouldn't want to play wide receiver working off Justin Jefferson? Like you played wide a little yes. wide receiver. You all got a couple of snaps in opposite uh Justin Jefferson. Like, you know, life's gonna be way easier
1: yeah it'd make uh everyone's job a lot easier when he's already taking up the safety and the cornerback on one side and they yeah, put another no receiver doubt. next to him and what are you supposed to do
0: no doubt um did you have anything else on offensive rookie um it's crazy we haven't talked about the top quarterbacks but i honestly don't think that's where the value is and that's yeah. not, like you know i mean we could turn this into a full series and make this like a three-part episode if we wanted you know right but i feel like we've broken down this draft class pretty extensively already uh recapped it etc um but yeah i just think it's tough situations for these top quarterbacks anthony richardson aside who's just like extremely raw
1: the only one
0: i mean i love rice yeah if cj
1: stroud turns the texans into like an eight win team oh yeah like it's it's literally like what Deshaun Watson did when he came in as yeah. a rookie, where it's like, oh, this guy's like going to literally just elevate the whole franchise here right away. So and they're incentivized the that, yeah, he's to got win. the longest odds.
0: Yes. Yeah. Of the of the quarterbacks, he does. I do think we've gone like way too far with the CJ hate. Yeah. Yeah. Way too far. I and mean, this like, is what dude, happens every draft season. Man. It does. We nitpick to death, but it's just like. His worst games are super mild compared to most right. top quarterbacks' worst games. Yes. And his high end is super high end, man. Like yeah. we've kind of treated him like um oh, you got you got a draft on top ten, but he's gonna be a bust. Ohio state right. quarterbacks. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just that situation sucks. Like being drafted mm-hmm. by Houston really sticks. But, you know, Mechie's carving guys up. Mechie, I think, would qualify, right? Because he never played last year. There's a great dark horse.
1: Oh, man. I don't I don't think so. I think the NFL literally is your first year. Oh. That's it. Bastards.
0: They don't do it. I know. Yeah, I, they're not oh. fun
1: with it like that, man. I wish they would be.
0: Because then, like, the when no Patrick Mahomes league. was coming out, like, that would, he should have been rookie league right. that year. Like, you know what right. I mean? Great point. Great point. Um, and of course, I think Marvin Mims could be sneaky, you know, especially since for sure, you know, I mean, at post draft there was Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler. Now you've edged those guys yeah, he's out. Been elevated, um. So I mean, that's huge, and just like I expect big things from a lot of that receiving core. But I, I think we've handicapped it properly here. No handicapping needing when you find yourself a Breck beer near you this summer. Breck Brew, they are the OG sponsor at DMVR. They're just the best, man. They are our official summer beer. We love them. Jake's a big sour guy. I'm a Straub Sky guy. I love me a good lager. I just can't get enough of Breckenridge Brewery, the good company, Hard Seltzers. They've got it all, man, a nice little fun slinger. Soon enough, we'll be tailgating some Broncos games, having some Broncos country. Breck, they... They just do it all, man. Support them because they are true homies of DMVR, Denver, and Colorado through and through. Try out their Palisade Peach. And right now, we want to hire. Uh, highlight their sour, um, delicious, and our sour guy approved. So, I mean, if Jake puts the stamp. Absolutely. Up, come on. If you can't make it to the DMVR bar for a delicious Breckenridge Brewery, um, find them at the on the breckbrew.com locator and uh, you know support them because they support us oh yeah okay defensive rookie this one probably a little quicker and quite a bit tougher to handicap if you ask me
1: yeah um, will Anderson do you want to do long shots again
0: yeah we could start from long shots totally That'd be fun. Um, And just go anyone in the thousands or higher. By the way, I think Drew Sanders' odds have shortened quite a bit. That's an obvious one. Like it's a very shallow linebacker class. And the tippy top linebackers Jack Campbell, Drew Sanders, uh, Trenton Simpson to some extent, and Marte Mapu at plus 4,000 for the Patriots. (laughs) uh are all guys i think like it's a shallow linebacker class and linebackers just get highlighted because as you know uh linebackers can be overrated based on simple and meaningless tackle counting stats which of course <laughs> you could be a bad linebacker and be racking those up and just making t- you're just the guy cleaning up at the after the running back just plowed you over past the sticks once again 10 yards downfield but you got that tackle right you're racking them up even though you're making zero positive impact on the game it's just how many pieces of trash that you pick up today um so anyways all of those are a sneaky long shot i uh i picked up mapu in a dynasty idp league for those that are interested
1: oh yeah i'm looking through here the list of defensive rookie of the year's I think there's only been three secondary players since 2000 to win the award checks out. So just with that information right away, you, you help yourself out greatly. I mean, you can get rid of your Brian branches, your uh, Keely Ringo's uh, Joey Porter, juniors, just, just throw them out because, you know, we saw sauce win it last year and that's the type of season you need as a corner to really win defensive rookie of the year like you got to come in and cement yourself as one of the best ones in the league immediately like even pat sertan didn't win it
0: so right or have a crazy trevon Diggs second year season yes where you just have i don't want to say fluky interceptions but you're racking up the counting stats and even Mm -hmm. though you're giving up some big plays you're also making big plays on your end and Emmanuel Forbes would fit that mold, Jake. Just saying.
1: you would. Be, <laughs> I love that guy too, man. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, he's fun. He's fun. Ron Rivera, that Washington defense might not be the worst. Uh, just saying. Just saying. But yes, All generally right. speaking, you're absolutely right. This is a tackle sacks interception category. And for a rookie to rack up five plus interceptions, super hard. It's hard for a veteran, man. It's hard for a veteran. Yes um so yeah that is a tall task that is not a good use of value um so, so i did my spiel on linebackers then we get to the who could be the sack art. yes i
1: i want to throw out this is a long shot first tuli tui Peloto, my guy from usc um he was an absolute weapon for them man he was he he was weird because he was kind of like a tweener you know um yeah. he was playing, I think, interior or he was on the edge, I believe, and then was yeah, listed yeah, yeah. at like 260 or something like mm-hmm. that. And then measured in at the combine at like 280 or something yeah. crazy like that. So it's like, okay, now this guy's like a five technique or something. Um the Chargers have edge rushers that can really complement him, but that can single him up and get him free. Um do. it's a great defense uh staley's still there i mean you can we can say and joke about him all we want but he can design a defense pretty well so he's of my long shots i think i like him the best at plus five thousand
0: yeah it's just tough from the interior um but i get the appeal for sure it's it's just who's gonna rack up the sacks right and a lot of that's like opportunity an opportunity mm-hmm. really stems from getting a lot of snaps in an already talented defense. Um, which is where... I don't know that Jalen Carter is going to get enough snaps. Lucas Van Ness could, but of course you're going out on a limb when he wasn't getting... a, He was getting snaps at Iowa, but he was also in a heavy rotation and wasn't producing a ton. I think Will McDonald... Mhm, could be a sneaky, like if I'm handicapping this, I think he'd be a top three favorite for me,
1: yes, oh, for sure, yeah, like I like I like him more than Tyree Wilson, who's the third candidate on overall on this list.
0: Wilson, of course, gets to play opposite um uh, Max Crosby, part of him dropping in the draft was him dealing with a foot issue. And you really wonder how much that's going to hinder him.
1: Um, just not to be that like hindsight guy, but the Raiders draft edge rushers and they just don't pan out half the time. I mean, they kind of lucked into Max Crosby, if we're being honest. They so did.
0: they did. You're absolutely right. So I don't know, man. I think these interior linebackers really have crazy value here, and then I mm-hmm. think Will McDonald is worth a sprinkle at plus twenty two hundred.
1: Yeah, for sure. So and no
0: uh no Nolan Smith. Um I think that rotation's too heavy for the Eagles to really consider Jalen Carter or Nolan Smith. I think that Texans defense is too devoid of talent to really buy into like Will Anderson's gonna come in. I mean, I guess we kind of saw it from Aiden Hutchinson. I could see that from Will Anderson. Like he's the best player on that defense year one and his stats are pretty really good, you know. I mean, I think Will Anderson's a top three candidate for me because that scenario is far from unthinkable. But yeah, yeah after that, it's you. it's Will McDonald and the top couple linebackers.
1: Yep. Trenton Simpson, Drew Sanders, yeah.
0: Yeah. Drew Sanders, uh Jack Campbell. I mean, I think Jack Campbell might get a lot of reps. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They signed some linebackers too. Like it's that's unclear. Um
1: I mean, just Drew Sanders, I think he may have an opportunity, man. Um, you know, people uh, I guess I gotta be careful saying this because Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton do have a lot of fans. But I do think you well. can be you can be more athletic at the position though. And that's what drew sanders is
0: yeah for sure and arguably you may be paying a lot for that linebacker room mm-hmm. um so like yeah already giving reps to a potential succession plan might be the worst idea and jonas griffith got injured who was looking really yes. good in camp so now drew has a much more clear path to immediate sta- snaps in that rotation um and then you know he can, he can gobble up a couple quick sacks for you as well. So I, yeah, I think Drew's sneaky. I mean, I think we do a pretty good job of not like just patronizing Broncos fans, like and just you know, like we didn't talk up Marvin Mims for ten minutes. You know, right. but I just think right. I think the way this I, I said it immediately after the draft was, this was a two linebacker class. And the Broncos Mm -hmm. drafted the best linebacker. I truly believe that. It's reflected in my rankings. It's reflected in what I said on this podcast year-round. And, yeah, I think that'll bear out. And I think the best linebacker in this last year's class, a guy who was a fringe first-rounder for me, definitely has the talent to be an immediate contributor and push those guys for snaps immediately. So,
1: No doubt with you.
0: There you go that's actually a fun way to end this um Schwannman man just killing it on all things buffs like a massive season coming our way you don't want to miss it follow him on twitter follow the mvr buffs get on the site read all the great stuff he's doing go to our youtube channel check out all the awesome videos he's putting out do it support our guy get into the college football mode because It feels different. It feels mad fun in this region we love so much. And uh, Justin's going to be back off his much-needed break with Jay Norvell in studio Thursday. You don't want to miss that. And he'll be right back on that camp grind and everything else all summer going right into the fall, man. Just going to be an awesome year for our college beats. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.